Hi folks, before we get started I'd like to share with you the news that we have started a new feed just for Patreon backers. So Patreon backers, if you haven't already got the message by now, go on to Patreon, look for your messages and you should have one showing you where the RSS feed is. This was made possible by our Patreon backers because putting out unedited audio wouldn't have been possible before buying the new equipment which records everything in sync and means all I have to do is import it, clean the noise off it and put it on the feed. For comparison, the episode you're about to listen to was recorded in July, whereas the episode that's just gone out on the secret feed was recorded this week. We're still trying to find a name for the secret feed. If you go on Twitter, you'll find a poll there for it. It's going to be available to everyone who backs on Patreon, no matter what the level. So if you pay us a dollar a month, you get access to the feed. Now, I can't guarantee there's going to be something on there every single week because we don't necessarily meet up and record every week, especially this time of year when everyone's busy with work and family commitments. But whenever we do record something, as soon as I can, I will get it on that feed and you can listen to it. We're also going to put things on there that would never have been put on the regular feed for various reasons. Maybe the audio had some problems with it. Maybe it was a part of an arc that didn't go anywhere. Maybe, And in some cases, it's going to be episodes that we're not going to publish because it's going to be something that one of the other Swordnet Radio cast members wants to edit themselves to learn how to edit. And we'll put that on there because, hey, we've got some content, you might as well have it. Eventually, that could grow to things that we produce specifically for the secret feed as well. But don't worry, it's not going to turn into a premium service type thing. It's it's a reward. It's a little extra something. And all our A material is still going to be on the main feed. So if you want access to the secret feed, although the most popular name at the moment is Super Secret Awesome Feed Time, I wanted to call it the Armory, but I was outvoted. Get on over to patreon.com forward slash swordnutradio and consider buying us a beer. Okay, let's get on with it. Hi, welcome to Swordnet Radio. This episode is our fifth edition Dungeons & Dragons campaign, Doors. It's a short episode this week, as we were under a bit of a time constraint, and we reached a really good stopping point. This episode, as voted for by the Swordnutters on Twitter, is called, It's a Trap. Enjoy. So little proof there was running on the wall. Everyone around was walking tall. You said you wanted a piece of me. You would come take it all. And I, I, I'll see you in hell, my friend. I, I, We sleep, we have a long rest. We regain all our spell slots and all sorts of stuff, and uh, you wake bright-eyed and bushy-tailed the next morning. The fire has died down. The sailors um, are once again busy themselves repairing the boats. They've managed to find some tools that weren't thrown overboard, and they've um, started like trying to find bits of driftwood and uh, bits of wreckage that have washed ashore in the in the night. Roll perception! <laughs> Roll <Four>. perception. <laughs> I don't know! <laughs> that is a good instinct. <laughs> If you no, all wish to make a say, check, then you may. I was going to say, to be fair, well, that's typical, typical thing would be when you wake up in the morning, you look around, you see if anything's changed, or yeah. you basically yeah, what's going Ten. on. Oh shit! I read that upside down. I was going to say twenty-one, and then I thought, no, the dice doesn't go that high. <laughs> it's a twelve, <laughs> but um, thirteen. No, sorry. So um, sixteen. Sixteen perception. Gimbal, you're you're looking around the cliff, um, looking for for the way up, and something that you you look at and say, oh. How the hell did I miss that the other day? 
There, there to be fair, to be I, was pre- I was preoccupied last night. There seems to be um, a trail that leads... You will kiss. No. Do you, do you know? Oh, sorry, I didn't know. I v- everyone voodoo, knew that. V- voodoo does not work in this world. Have <laughs> you never sat in front of the telly watching two characters going, You will kiss! Or is that just me? <laughs> <laughs> that's that's not just you, you, but it's no one else in this room. <laughs> Actually, yeah. yeah. Um, but not with the hand gestures. The hand with gesture the makes it better. Uh, you, you know it's a trail um, leading up the... The, the path it looks like um like a animal trail or something but it's it's pretty clear now that you see it in the, in the cold light of day sort of in a sort of fold in the cliff so it wasn't obvious last night when it yeah, was dark yeah just how the sun was hitting or something you know ah well at least that'll make it easier to get up there are we gonna have breakfast and then should we go what the fuck do red pandas eat well if that becomes a problem we can eat the red panda you have rations that's what you eat <laughs> <laughs> Red pandas eat what they're given. <laughs> eat it or starve. That's what I hate for the red <laughs> So, uh, we could eat Steve. Roll animal handling. You stay away from Steve. <laughs> Actually, no, 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 I'm not going to let you roll. It's, uh, Steve's still around, so yeah. yeah. Gimbal's used to living off the land. He will eat anything. Mm-hmm. You can get the fuck away from my Steve. <laughs> right, so, ration packs. Build up the fire a bit. Brew some coffee or whatever. Coffee, coffee. Coffee. Do not give coffee to the teddy bear. Great for radio. <laughs> <laughs> angry panda face. <laughs> There's a red panda that's really angry. I steal, <laughs> I steal a cup of coffee while you're not watching and go. <laughs> to be fair, we only had we only had we only had like two cups. I steal a cup of coffee while you're not looking. <laughs> <laughs> Kimball's going to um, stand up, pack everything away, and go and speak to the boat crew. Um, is the captain? Was the captain still on the ship? Does the captain come off the ship with the sailors? Uh, the captain, like overseeing repairs, kind of thing. The captain went overboard, I'm afraid. Fair enough. Do, do we, okay. Can I roll perception to see if I can figure out who's in charge now? You can just ask. Okay. So I, I'll, I'll, do, I'll go to the guy who I was talking to last night. I'll just say, uh, so who, who's in charge at the moment? He says, um, uh, uh, it's, uh, it, it's uh, Gerhild. She's sort of in charge. Until we have a, get a, if the, if the captain washes up, first he'll be in charge. Nice. Corp's in charge of the boat. Uh, Gerhild uh, informs you that there'll be several days making um, repairs to this boat. That's but they good. can't spare anyone. That, that, no, um, Gimbal's going to say, that's fine. Um, we expect to be gone a few days at least. If we can find anything that may be of, of use before we return, we will obviously make sure to bring it with us. Don't leave without us. Gerhild, who's just come up as well, sort of gives you a look, like, as you were saying this, and then just, like, walking off, like, you just told him we were going to be several days. Would... How would we... I hate these people. <laughs> <laughs> While Gimbal was doing this, Rue was gathering yet another faggot of beach driftwood. <laughs> Sorry. It was already written on my sheet, so I thought I might as well, because I don't need to rewrite it again. <laughs> so now Rue has multiple faggots. <laughs> no, no, no. And faggots. the last one, so oh. I have a faggot. Replacement it's a faggot. Cohort mm-hmm. of faggots. Yeah. He's it's, replaced his faggot now, apparently. Mm. <laughs> We're going to get so sued. <laughs> what, is, what, is, what is the collective noun for a, a group of faggots? <laughs> well, faggots. I think. I think. I think. No, group, no like you like, have a parliament of owls, yeah. so you have a bundle. No, be, no, because a bundle is a, is, a, is, ca- is a canal is street. Well, a faggot is a bundle. <laughs> <laughs> a faggot is a bundle of sticks. I can use that word. I'm allowed. <laughs> but you can have a bundle of faggots because you can basically 
uh, what they do is they usually make several bundles and then with like a couple of strips of rope. Like... Is this starting to sound like a hate crime? <laughs> <laughs> that We're just too. talking about burning faggots. Bundling <laughs> 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 up gay men and then setting fires to them. I think personally, personally, if I was going to go for this, a lush of faggots. <laughs> Mm. Um, not sure about a, a glitter. Lot of a glitter, yes. yes. A glitter, a glitter of, faggots. of faggots. You are welcome. Right, so. Rainbow <laughs> bitches. Yes, yes I am. Glitter, uh, glitter we are not putting that on merch. No one will get that. <laughs> okay. So, can you imagine people buying it in America? <laughs> that wolf just sat that, there in a t-shirt. That would happen. <laughs> that wolf would wear that t-shirt. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. <clears throat> yes. Moving swiftly on. Okay, I'm ready. Is everyone else? Okay. Steve's ready. Gimbal, you good? I'm good to go. Okay, let's go. Let's and we, move. And we march into the into the hillside slash cliffs. Cliffs. I am a panda, but I actually march on my back two legs with my arms. <laughs> like I say, I'm marching. I, I like. Yes. No, I like to. My, have you seen? Have you seen red pandas walk on the back legs? They are so ungainly. They like this. I would like to think that you are actually riding fuss. Oh yes, <laughs> labyrinth style. Um, so what's his name? The little fox guy on on the on the English sheepdog. Mm-hmm. You're in fuss about size. The same. Uh, yeah, that would be a bit weird. At some point, fuss is riding you. You're oh, riding fuss. If, if fuss was a little bit oh, bigger, kind of then well, it no. would work. Fuss can shrink, can he? Yeah, he can shrink down to mouse size. So fuss. Oh, was Fuss that... can't ride a red panda. He's a fucking velociraptor. He wouldn't be able to hold on. His his little arms wouldn't be able to grip onto anything. They're perfect. Have you seen how you ride a horse with it? Like you know, yeah. you've got to, you got your arms up like that. That's exactly where a velociraptor is. Can we get him a little cowboy hat? Do you, you have? Looks... Do you happen to have red panda reins in your bag? Yes. He, he just looks like he's not he's not riding relaxed like For Western. He's riding like dressage. You've got some string. String will be fine. <laughs> Okay, fine. I have woven out of grass a little hat for Fuss, Yay. and he is now currently riding the red panda in his mouse-sized velociraptor. This is brilliant! He currently <laughs> looks like something that came out of a Kellogg's cereal packet. Yes. Size-wise. This is basically a scene from Dr. McNinja. So. <laughs> okay. Uh, you, uh, <clears throat> in, in short order, um, without much fuss, get to the top of um, the cliff. And based on the directions you've been given, which from the, the start of the path were quite precise, uh, you look around and you see a low flat-topped hill about 200 yards wide, about 300 yards long, and about 60 feet high. And it's really only sort of weeds and thorns and briar that are sort of growing along the, the, sort of the steep sides of the hill where the cliff is, and there are sort of black rocks top of the hill. Scatter around. Lots of pumice. Is there any obvious sign of entrance? Roll perception. Well, uh, we don't know if we're at the ruins yet. <laughs> Roll perception. So, um, obvious signs of uh, entrance would be a perception check. Natural one. So no. No. Ruse R- R- stood at the top of this. Wow! These up here are amazing! <laughs> <laughs> no, can, can you imagine how far down that is? Imagine if you fell off there. <laughs> Meanwhile, the panda bit, being ridden by a lizard notices something. <laughs> what did you roll? Uh, 18. Oh, okay. Um, and Gimbal rolls another 21! No, it's a 12. <laughs> 16 <laughs> for Gimbal again. Why does this dice like rolling a 12 upside down? Yaska will see that there's um, part of the, the cliff uh, face that you, you, you came up on seem to be quite flat. Not like the top of a cliff would necessarily be. Just like, you know, it, it seems to be like a, a bit of a plane. Like, it's not... 
a complete line. It's just this seems a bit more flat and shaped than like a bit of the cliff shared off. Yeah, kind of. And it's it's the part that's um, reasonably overgrown with the, with briars and things. Okay. What does Gimbal notice with a sixteen? A uh, less. With the 16, yeah, about the same. Okay, fair enough. Guy! <laughs> <laughs> Clouds! This guy like, is blue! Oh, okay, so maybe him telling me what happened to him last night has reverted him. <laughs> Gimbal is remembering last night the cloud of smoke that he saw coming from the top of the cliff. From this, he's trying to figure out, obviously, if it would have been coming from this point. Can I tell From where that? you are, you can actually see that cloud. It's It's less strong now it's sort of it's faded a bit but it still is there and it's it seems to be um like a it seems like a fire this cloud is rising from the very center of the island where the landform from where you are comes up and then you can't see the intervening sort of landforms you assume it wants to go down again and then it seems to come up at, at the center again and there is for all the world what you would call a small mountain where there is smoke coming from the top of it okay out of character, do volcanoes exist within our field of experience geographically? No. So, as far as we're concerned... This is weird. Yeah. Have you read about this sort of thing? Can Geology I, can I check it? to see if I know that because I'm wise? Yeah. You can roll nature. I'm going to roll my history as well to see if I know stories about it. That is a good one. Uh, nine. Ten. Fifteen. Okay, with a nine on the have I learned about this? No. Uh, you've not learned about this? A ten on nature? Yeah, you've seen this sort of cloud thing before and you'd wondered about it, but you've not been here before. Okay. So you don't know it. Fifteen? Yeah, you've heard some stories from sort of off into the east. There's there's like a, a chain of islands that there's a lot of odd stories come from. Although you've never met anyone from there, but like if someone's gonna, it's like if someone's gonna tell an odd story, it's about these islands, about there's a weirdness that goes on, like things that are obviously fantastical, or whatever. It's always just set in these islands because it's, it's an easy thing to do. Some of those are about islands being birthed in fire and whatever, and it looks like a mountain coming out of the the sea with a uh, with smoke coming from the top. And there's like a particularly sort of famous little poem, which is about you know the the, the mountain of fire rising from the the sea. So Gimbal's just going to say, you know, I heard stories of this kind of thing. I never thought it was actually real. I never, definitely never thought I'd see one with my own eyes. But quite obviously, that mountain is full of fire. What? No way, that was supposed to be the Doctor Who theme tune. That was really bad. There we go. I don't, I don't, in case you didn't notice, I don't watch Doctor Who. <laughs> no, 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 no. All British people watch Doctor Who. I'm sorry to our American listeners. That was not true. You lied. <laughs> you lied. You dirty liar. Everyone watches Doctor Who here. I don't watch Doctor Who either. I'm dressed like Doctor Who right now. And don't worry. If he doesn't, he'll be going to one of the camps. <laughs> they sent me there. It didn't work. Mm. I just watched Natalie Portman's rap video at night to counteract it. Re-educate! <laughs> <laughs> so, um, <clears throat> so, what do we do? Okay, so Gimbal's just going to say... I want to get um, that image out of my mind for one thing. This, sorry, uh, the, the centre of the island is a good, like... I mean, you could, you could make it in half a day, um, depending on the terrain. But the issue is, there's loads of people there. What, at, at the mountain? So can we see... No, you, you can't necessarily see that there are people there. You're not that close. Um, but you know from what you've been told that there are loads of people there. And your cover is essentially blown. Yeah, Gimbal's going to say, obviously, what we know, we're looking for some ruins around here. You said Rue. Um, everybody spread out. 
See if you can find signs of masonry, altars, hidden entrances. I'd like to detect magic. No. <laughs> um, what? So what's the range on your detect magic? You, you don't have to roll for it. It's, oh, it's, it's, 30, just, it's 34. Sorry, yeah. 30 feet? Yeah. Okay, um, roll me a d20. 12. Uh, yeah, you detect no magic. But that doesn't mean that there isn't magic. Okay, spread out. Look for anything unusual out of place, blah, 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 blah. Um, investigation, yep. looking for, like I said, any signs of masonry. Well, if we're all doing the same thing, we might as well all, yeah, all, all uh, yeah. give yourself uh, all the chances. An investigation, I get a 12. Nine. 12. Tell me what you're doing. So I'm, Your rolls aren't going to do it for you. You're, you're, so your I'm transporting of what you're a small doing, lizard in a cowboy hat. There are cer- I'm just going to let you know that the way this works is that there are certain things where if you just do the right thing, you'll get there. And so it's about puzzling this out. Okay. okay. You solve this environment. Simply rolling a high check isn't necessarily going to give you anything. Describe the environment again for me. Okay, you've got a, a low hill. Mm-hmm. A low flat-topped hill. Mm-hmm. About 200 yards wide. Mm-hmm. 300 yards long. Mm-hmm. And about 60 feet high. Mm-hmm. So you've got the cliff edge. And then you're up. And then sort of just set back from the cliff edge is this plateau. Right. So it's sort of, rising it's, the ground. Yeah, so it's flat to the cliff edge and then it rises up. Is it natural it's or is it man-made? Uh, it's quite steeply sided. And there's the same kind of vegetation that's around. There's like scraggly you know, briars and whatnot. There are black rocks on the top of the hill. Um, the north side of the hill has a, clum- a crumbling cliff of sand and gravel about 20 feet high in the middle uh, of the whole thing. And a low stone ledge overhangs that eroded area. And you didn't see it sort of from a distance. It's, the shrubs and the bushes are kind of obscuring it. So investigate the black rocks on top of the hill. How? Um, I'm going to look around them, see if there's any signs that they, they can move or have been moved, any etchings carved into the rock, any signs that it might have been an altar. Uh, you take a good 20 minutes looking around. Um, they, they appear sort of in little discrete groups, but um, you can't see any signs of carvings or uh, that it's an altar of some sort, but... No sign that they've been moved recently, or have or can move. Nope. The ledge that you're talking about that overhangs the thing. Yep. Uh, I'm gonna drop to my belly, scoot up to the end of it, and hang my head over to see what's underneath. Yeah, it's a um, crumbling cliff of sand and gravel, about twenty feet high. How far is it down from where the flat of where I'm lied is? Not far. Just it's it's a it's a little ledge. You know, you're talking about you know a foot or so, a couple of feet. And I'm going to do a forward roll off and land on my feet. Forward roll and yeah, so roll yes, acrobatics I... check for me, please. Eleven. <laughs> you're gonna take some falling damage. Uh, it's twenty feet, so you're gonna take sand and gravel. Six damage. Probably a bit loose. It shifts under your feet. <sighs> no, he fell twenty feet. He's taking two d six damage. I don't give a shit where he's falling onto. But the book I says do perform. You could fall on a marshmallow, but he's taking but that damage. With a seventeen, I do land in a superhero landing. You said you rolled eleven. Yes, I injure myself. But I do it in style. Okay. That's the important thing. <laughs> it's Absolutely. not flying, it's falling with style. <laughs> okay, so you're there. Uh, what do you want to do? Ow! <laughs> Hop around for a couple of seconds, and then once I've rubbed my leg, um, look around under the ledge, closer up. Uh, yeah, you can see that there's uh, you know bits of sand and gravel and, and whatnot. That, um, but it looks like rubble. It looks like a lot of rubble. Yaska, what are you doing? Oh, I can't cast spells. <laughs> Put that As back. a bear. Turn yeah. back you. into your no. human <laughs> form. Well, well, mate, you are small. 
maybe have a look, see if there are any holes or something you can wiggle into. Yeah, are there any convenient panda-shaped places? I'm afraid not. Lame. This place isn't panda accessible. (laughs) I'm going to sue them. Discrimination! (laughs) Noted. Um... I'm going to take a gamble, and I'm going to shoot a couple of Eldritch Blasts at the rubble pile that is underneath this overhang. See if I can dislodge any of them. That, that we're stood on? No, no, sorry, you're on the plateau. <laughs> we're, we're, we're on the top of the okay, hill. Well, there's, there's an element of force to your um, uh, Eldritch Blast, so yeah, uh, you blast the, the, the sand and gravel. Uh, are you going to blast the middle, uh, the left or the right? The left. So you, you blast at the um, the face of the the stuff, and you dislodge some bits and pieces of, of some of the larger rocks just fall down, and it sort of causes a little cascade. Uh, and you see a bit of a uh, an opening. Guys, I think I found something. Can I slide down the gravel on my panda belly mm-hmm. to get to the bottom? Yep, you do that. <laughs> a small velociraptor on your back going <laughs> oh, see, I, I can just picture yeah! I, can just picture, I can just picture Owen Wilson the little, as the little cowboy in um, yeah. Night at the Museum now <laughs> Jim looks fuck it jump down the hill just launch himself and slide down on his little gnome bum <laughs> okay you do that as well as opposed to his separate not gnome bum <laughs> yeah he keeps he money. two butts yeah keep one in the backpack Gimbal has Gimbal four and a half butts, butts. That's not a fact. Half. You really subscribe messy. to gnome butt facts. <laughs> okay. Uh, do what you're going to do. What do you want to do? Okay. I would like to roll perception. <laughs> uh, I'll give you this for free. It's been pointed out that there is a... You, you see everything that the river has seen. There's a little opening he's created with his Eldritch Blast. There's um, other rubble elsewhere. This, I, the, the opening that he has done is, is clearly well off to the side. I want to stick my panda face in the hole. <laughs> do pandas have dark vision? I don't know. Red panda. Yes! We can do uh, they, everything! I think, I think they are nocturnal animals. We'll give it you. Dark vision. Is this a wild shape? Yeah. You yeah. can see. Just red, yeah. just red pandas. Um, with a little bit of uh, daylight helping you, the corridor before you is made of plain stone Roughly worked and mortared with a ten foot high ceiling. Can I fit into it? Uh, you can fit your face into it, but not necessarily your whole body. You're gonna have to clear a bit so if you wanna dig away and, and clear a bit. Yeah, we'll yeah. dig. Yeah. Red pandas dig, can dig, see in the dig. dark, they're mainly active dust till dawn. Woo! Cool. That's an awesome film. I would watch that film with oh, red it's pandas. So good. Dig, 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 dig. Do I need to roll to dig? No, you can you can you spend dig, the time dig, doing dig, it. Dig, 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 dig. Guys, I'm really fucking tired. <laughs> On my back. Guys, I'm really fucking tired. <laughs> You've cleared enough uh, to, to slip through pretty my easily. My bare arms are so tired. Yeah, I'm going to go through. Roll perception. <laughs> As we're doing this, I'm going to pick up three of the bits of stone, that like little palm-sized bits of stone that are coming off of this rubble, and I'm going to cast uh, magic stone on them, mm-hmm. which is you touch one, of, one to three pebbles and imbue them with magic. Uh, you or someone else can make a ranged spell attack with one of the pebbles by throwing or hurling it from a sling. So yep. I'm going to do this. I'm going to hand it out to you guys and give one you each. Roll perception. All of us? Nope, just the panda. <laughs> Fucking hell. <laughs> Six. <laughs> a natural one. And I'm going to say that because you have um, your uh, dark vision, I'm going to say you can roll 
with advantage to roll twice. Take the higher result. <laughs> um, 23. Oh, excellent. That's okay. so bad six. You come into there, and so you can dimly see what appears to be two separate doors at the end of the corridor. I can see the everything. Paving stones on the floor um, towards the end of the uh, the corridor here, about, it's about 50 feet away from you, are unmortared. And as you're sort of like padding down, you notice that the, the, the change in the floor to this unmortared stones and they shift slightly when you start putting your your weight on it and you manage to to back away just i would like to not be a panda right now okay you can change back. is it big enough for me to be in there because i want to do fine traps fine traps yes what does that do i so wish to it finds traps detect magic which was nine Uh, you don't have to roll for it no, I, I asked you to roll earlier to sort of determine this. randomly like where you were in relation to the things. So, uh, find traps. One action, range 120 feet. You sense the presence of any trap within range, uh, that is, within the line of sight. A trap, for the purpose of the spell, includes anything that would inflict a sudden or unexpected effect you consider harmful or undesirable, uh, which is specifically intended by its creator. That's the spell. Yeah, okay, fine. Merely reveals that trap is present. You don't learn the location of each trap but you do learn the general nature and danger posed by a trap you sense. Okay. You oh, sense... Thus obviously may not be riding me like a cowboy anymore. He's just on the back of a fully formed human just, going, oh, this is weird. <laughs> <laughs> I, I kind of like the idea that he's just sat in a hood. You sense <laughs> a trap. You sense a trap that will trap you in this corridor if you go too far. Right, so I'm going to stay where I am. <laughs> yes. Hmm. Um, at the end of the corridor are two doors. The corridor itself is all of 60 feet long. Okay. Guys, there is a trap somewhere, but I don't know where it is, apart from down there. Gimbal, while the panda's in there, Gimbal has climbed up to the, um, the hole that, that the panda made. And trying yeah. to make it larger, basically. Yeah, so you, you've managed to do that. There's more light coming in. Gimbal's going to scramble in through this hole to join the panda. Not a panda anymore. Okay. Uh, the teddy bear thing. Whatever. No, I'm not. I'm, I'm Yasker. Well, I was all, I'm always Yasker, but I'm Yasker again. Okay. So he's going to scramble through to join Yasker. Um, Sup. And uh, on seeing... Can I, can I tell that this is a trap? Or, or You you've know that she said it's a trap. Okay. So... Um, <laughs> so Gimbal's obviously going to ask for exposition. It's like, like you say it's a trap. What kind of trap? What does it do? I have no idea. You know that it it, it would <coughs> trap you in this place. It, it would, it would, would trap you us in this place. How do we set it off? <clears throat> I've got an idea. Uh, I reach down and I grab a uh, bowling ball size rock, mm-hmm. and I try and. Roll it, throw it down the corridor. Okay. Will that not still Roll trap Roll strength us? check. That would. We're still within the play. I hate Natural it. 20. Okay, yeah, you managed to, to heft a, a bit of rock that, that uh, you didn't really even think you could uh, lift that. I think you're sort of heaving at it, whatever. And essentially, you don't really sort of it's, 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 it's you... Basically, you thought it was going to be granite and it turned out to be pumice. No, no, this, this, is, this is a heavy rock. This is, you know, a decent amount of weight. And and I threw it down it. there. <laughs> down where sorry I'm sorry those, those yeah. guns are very low caliber so uh, you, you manage to dislodge uh, this, this piece of stone and it just rolls perfectly down this, this little slope of scree or whatever 
like bowling ball style goes to the, the end of the ro- end of the room. And then all the pins are knocked down. <laughs> it crashes into um, the the doors at the end. The first thing that that Yaska you notice is that it hits the doors. The doors don't move. They appear to be false doors in the stone. You also notice that the stones upon which this rolling rock has rested are now about an inch and a half lower than all the rest of them. Oh, shit. You hear a... Um, Will you fucking idiot. <laughs> We're not in there yet. <laughs> you hear, We're in the space. You hear the sounds behind you. Rue is, is at the, the start of the corridor. You were at the end of it. Rue is a moron. Oh, isn't it? No. Oh, you're passing through yeah. it? Yes. And oh, I didn't know. I so I thought we were still at it's the threshold. It's going to be like that scene in no, Star Wars, which I don't know about. I didn't realise we were already partway down the corridor. No, no, I, either. I told in my head we're all totally at the threshold. Though. Yeah, because you said that she started to step on a stone, it moved, and she stepped. I didn't she go any further, it. but yeah. I'm still in the corridor. Yeah, you're still in the corridor. Yeah. You went up to those things. Yeah. So we're fifty feet away at the end of the corridor. Yeah. So if Rue, uh, so okay. if Gimbal, if you want to say that you weren't there, were you about halfway? No, I'd, I'd literally just come into just the, come in, come okay. into the corridor. So uh, Rue hurls this thing down. Yaska sees this thing hit these, uh, hit the doors, uh, and depress the, the stones. And you start, and all of you hear the sound of stone grinding against stone. And you see from the left-hand side of the uh, corridor a huge block of stone starts to move across the corridor, and will end there. Dungeons and Dragons is owned by Wizards of the Coast. Title music was Shards of Glass by Louis Barabbas and the Bedlam Six. The song over the bloopers is Reignition by Bad Brains. Additional music and effects by Battle Bards and Tabletop Audio. If you want to get in touch with us, the best way is usually on Twitter at Swordnut Radio, by liking our Facebook page, or sending an email to swordnutradio at gmail.com. If you liked what you heard and you'd like to help us make more episodes and get access to the Patreon-only feed, go to patreon.com forward slash swordknotradio and consider getting around in. Now here's some bloopers. You need to stay tuned for these because at the end there's a supercut of Kate cooing over cats. Thanks for listening. I am literally bullshit. At which point Rue goes, oh, back in a second, I'm just going to go for a piss in the bushes. You're going to hate us in a second. What is the dealio yo? That is a good sentence. <laughs> You're so hip. I'm down with the kids. I'll never be as cool as you. No, you won't. No. No, that is true. But dear God, the shipping from that scene. <laughs> There's so much shipping. You're real case. I'm going to open up my own trading concern. <laughs> Bank on that sweet With, with multiple shipping, shipping routes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go China. I'm going to go Canada. Yeah. But we know, like, Rubble is just doomed to failure. Rubble? <laughs> He'll just burn his house down accidentally for one day while he's in it again. Oh, okay, what? Nothing, I didn't make an incredibly insensitive joke. <laughs> okay. It wasn't about you, it was about Rue. We kind of glossed over the fact that, that Rue just said he, t- he, he thought he'd burn down his house and kill all his family. Yeah, like, and he thought that was legit. <laughs> like, no, no, no problem with that. Well, you know... <laughs>
Sometimes you're at the party. Devil can't judge. At that point, I was wondering how bad it would be for a bear to start talking. Because <laughs> I was still going, it's not like I'm not that serious, am I? <laughs> it's a serious moment, maybe I'll shut up. To be fair, though, that's D&D. Like, it's, it's the absurdity of fantasy. Is it? Yeah, you can be shifted into a bear if you like. Um, and be having absolutely serious conversations. The more serious the conversation you have as a bear, the cuter it is. Yeah. See, one thing I'm going for here, depending on how whether Rue had basically shared with me or not was going to depend on how this next part was going to go. Mm-hmm. Uh, because Rue has shared, this is a thinking where I'm going to start tying in uh, Gimbal with his cleric thing. I'm thinking he's probably going to start you know, looking for redemption and stuff. Uh, you are into solving the environment dungeon crawl stuff. I'm not going to prompt you. Is this level 15 or no, level, level 5? Level 5, okay. Fair enough. We're going to get to the end of this session. However, need the level 15 character. I'm going to let you know at this point, we are going to be playing a repurposed. Yeah! This is the module... That, that it has specific rules to say that I am only to read certain things. Mm. I am not to prompt you. Um, <clears throat> I will give you a lot of leeway in how you prepare and what equipment you have that you could scrounge up. This that was a beautiful dance. <laughs> adds, assume everything is going to kill you. Uh, that, that just made me think of um, assume everything is going to kill you. Anyone else a fan of Terry Pratchett? Yeah? Rincewind? <laughs> I love Rincewind. <laughs> Literally everything is going to kill him apart from the thing that kills everyone else which follows him around. Well, yeah. <laughs> okay. And death, which apparently is fine. The thing is, the thing is, I, I, well, no, he's not. He's he's just he's perplexed by yeah. Rincewind, isn't he? He's like sort of, he's sort of like he considers Rincewind his hobby. <laughs> that, that and curry. Yeah. <laughs> just bring in loads of chocolate mousse. <laughs> it's Canadian. Uh. <laughs> That's the joke that keeps on giving. No, no, if, if, if you really want to make a Canadian cake, you've got to make it and then wrap it in a small uh, denim jacket. And, and then apologise for giving <laughs> some I'm sorry, I made you this cake. Yeah. Hey. <laughs> 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 it's floating. Baby, you don't say it, I assume the worst. As I die, I give Rue the finger, so I die. <laughs> I didn't know! I thought we were all at the threshold! I would oh. never have done that otherwise. Don't you touch me. <laughs> <coughs> okay. <coughs> Sorry, you bit of bad, yeah. bad time for this. <sighs> I am supposed to assume the worst. Yeah, bro. <laughs> if you don't tell me, I assume the worst. Mistakes were made. I think that's a bit of an understatement. I honestly, I'd be alright if I died and it was my fault. I, honestly, I don't think Gimbal is now going to regret having made up with Rue. <laughs> I honestly, you killed someone else. <laughs> I honestly thought we were all still at the threshold, still just kind of like poking at it. I had no idea. I like this though. This is like this is the baptism of fire. It's, you get to know how this works in character, so it, it makes sense as to why you're so careful. I've just, I've just forgiven you because this, this woman could possibly help me find my people. You've killed her! For fuck's sake, So, okay, it's your third session, rolling in character. A lot of people have backstories too, you know. <laughs> I'm okay, sorry, so did you say making up or making out? Making out. Yeah. <laughs>
I will be adding smooching noises. <laughs> <laughs> so many smoochies. <laughs> that relationship from um, Wayne's World is like, I love you, man, and I love you, <laughs> because I learned that platonic love can exist between two grown men. <laughs> is he we all prepared for what playing a game with us means? I will breathe it through. <laughs> the other thing that we can both, we were so close, we were so damn close. It's like, there, like there. No! We'll make it happen. With our super, super secret plan. <laughs> I will engineer so many situations, each more sexy and it's not going to last. Kate, if you go and look out of that window currently. If, they, if, if you if you not ever get captured, Gimble and Rue are getting tied together face to face. <laughs> penis to penis. <laughs> Those are our ferals that we... Um, Yay! Oh, you're so cute. Hello. What's this? Oh, it's hey. Yes, you can get in my bag and come home with me. <laughs> you're so cute and ginger. It's <laughs> a little cat baby. Oh, you're better than a baby. Babies are shit. <laughs>